Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. And today we'll be talking about episode 207, or uh, season 2, episode 7, Lie to Me. It's a crazy episode, there's so many emotions, let's just, let's, let's get right into the library. Boom! Uh, really quickly, let's just call out what's going on. Chris is not uh, in the room with us. Yeah. No, I am no, not. not. So he's going to sound a little weird. How's it going, Chris? It's good. It's good. I'm actually uh, in the closet hiding from Mar and Holland. That's not true. I am <laughs> actually on the East Coast visiting my family in, the, uh, in New Hampshire. If I don't reference that a lot on the podcast, I do, I think, in real life. Um, but you reference it. Okay, cool. (laughs) It's it's definitely reference. (laughs) Cool. Minsby always is like, stop telling people you're from New Hampshire. Why? I don't know. People always try to tell me how to live, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think of all people, New Hampshire citizens would be against that, right? It's weird because, like, you don't seem like you're from New Hampshire, but I don't know what I think people, like, I have family in New Hampshire. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know what people from New Hampshire are typically like also. Because I, I just have, like, one part mm-hmm. of my family to reference. Yeah. It's, it's we're, I'm, I'm the coast. I'm the southern coast. We're a specific kind of person. Okay. Good to well, know. But we won't talk about that now. Specifically <laughs> ambiguous. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> But, but before we talk more about uh, the comparing the coasts of New Hampshire, it, I, I believe it's a coast-to-coast coast. state. There's no, a... it's a coast-to-coast coast state. <laughs> right. The Beach Boys sang about it, right? Yeah. That was the. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the episode. Lie to me. Uh, now, before we start diving into it, because there's so much to talk about in this episode. This is a huge episode. It's actually one of my favorite episodes, not just of Buffy, but of everything. First, hey, maybe you were hanging out with your friends in a club where you're all choosing different names. Wearing capes, putting in fangs, popping medicine for very serious reasons, and you didn't have a chance to watch the episode. Totally fine. Uh, well, actually, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe not. Whatever. We'll get to that Make later. Make better but, life yeah. choices. But <laughs> until then, don't worry about it. We'll have, we have you covered. Chris is going to be doing a cram session where he will uh, summarize the entire episode in five easy plastic teeth biting sentences. So, Chris, take it away. Drusilla is stalking a young child in the middle of the night, and just as she's about to feast on him, Angel comes up and says, Hey, don't do that. You and Spike shouldn't be here. Get out of town. To which she doesn't quite (laughs) attend to Angel's request, and as they are back and forthing, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is nearby, and it kind of seems like a little bit of a flirtatious vibe between the two vampires. (laughs) One. <laughs> uh, Buffy goes back to school where she runs into an old ally named Ford who she went to high school with in Los Angeles. And they are so buddy-buddy and he's starting up at Sunnydale High and there's creating kind of tension amongst the dynamics and Miss Callender and Giles are starting to get a little flirty as well. Two. <laughs> I feel like you tacked on a little a little piggyback information on in the last one. Hmm. Okay, so I'm at three. Yes. Buffy 
and the gang go to the bronze where they run into Angel and Buffy tries to pry into what Angel was doing last night and he doesn't mention seeing the girl causing Buffy to be a little jealous and then she goes to fight a vampire and <laughs> tries to keep it from the guy Ford but he's like hey girl I know you're the slayer I'm into it I want to be a part of that side of your life a three? Okay. Three. Do we? Okay, we went back on the. Okay, yeah. This all is right, all three. correct so far. Yes. It's correct. It's yes. correct. Yes. Hey girl. Four. <laughs> hey girl, I know you the Slayer. Into every generation. Pretty was accurate born one though. Honey. Ford, Ford's personality. <laughs> Four. This happened like ten years later. Let Sorry. me haul out that Colin. Ford, it turns out, is actually dying of cancer and glorifies vampirism and secretly wants to ally himself with vampires so him and his little vampire-worshipping cult friends can they themselves be turned into vampires and to cure him of his cancer. Four. 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 <laughs> it, it, it was... Okay, yeah, I'll, we'll talk about this afterwards. Four. I kind of piggybacked over some stuff. <laughs> In a f epic showdown, Spike promises to turn these guys into vampires, but is Spike and doesn't want to keep his word, and actually is just going to feed on these people and give them to Drusilla, who is getting extra sick, because Spike and Spike is looking into various ways to maybe make her better, in which Buffy is confronted with an old friend who now wants to be a vampire to cure his sickness, so she can't quite hate him, but it still makes her very upset. And many of the kids survive, but Ford gets turned into a vampire, and Buffy has to stake him at the end of the episode. And then Giles gives, and they have this little beautiful scene where uh, Giles says some really, really special stuff that I'm sure we'll get into. Five. Five. Yeah, I feel like that's we covered good. the episode. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. We can call it a day. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> nice. I feel like All I'm right. like really backtracking on progress that I made in terms of my like. There's like one episode where I was like really good at it. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's hot. It's tough. It's it's tough. hot. It's uh, hot here too. Can I? I'm sure. I feel like it's just hot everywhere. All right. I'm gonna bring this up before we get into Buffy. Sure. I have an X Files thing, but it's relevant. It's okay. very relevant. Okay. So season two, episode seven of the X Files is this episode called Three, where. Um, the villains, I guess, in the episode are these this group of three people that they, they call the three that think they're vampires and are going around killing people ah. like vampires. And then it turns out that the one guy actually is a vampire because he comes back to life. And, like, the mythology is different, but it's, like, he literally, like, Mulder goes into a club, like a vampire club, and like uh, everyone drinks everyone's blood and like meets a girl and like totally has sex with her because Scully's <laughs> abducted by aliens. <laughs> but is he a like, is he a is he a vampire alien? No, no, no. no they're vampires. There's no vampires. aliens in this one. Just vampires. Huh. Yeah. I feel like every good show the the seventh episode of the second season has to be at a vampire club or it's I'm out. Just weird. Like I Breaking know, like... Bad season two episode seven when they have vampire. to sell meth to the vampire club. <laughs> Great episode. Yeah. Great bottle episode. Mm -hmm. TNG season two where um, where Beverly Crusher was on Baby Leave. So Dr. Yep. Pulaski was in there and, you know, she goes into the vampire club to administer some health remedies to them. Yeah. 
medicine frequently um, frequently medicine cited on the best of lists mm-hmm. yeah you, you can list them all list you can list i just wish ER. we could just like compare and contrast all these vampire clubs like just like go into each one i <laughs> like the one in the x-files is really cool it was on like hollywood boulevard whoa it's just like there probably is a vampire club on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, it's more gross. It was less like mm. fun because it was literally people just like using hypodermic needles to like take people's blood. Oh, you shouldn't. And they were do like, that. "Hey, are you worried about AIDS?" And they're like, Psh, "I wish I could die." And I'm like, "No, you guys aren't really vampires, but some of them were." <laughs> I wish I could die. That was, that's what they said. Wait, you were vampires. in there and someone said this? That's so scary. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's just quickly clarify. <laughs> This was, Holland is not a character in the X-Files. Oh. <laughs> this comes up a lot. We get a lot of emails about this. And I just do, I, I do want to uh, address this. Holland is, in fact, a real human being. <laughs> That's outside the show, the X-Files. I, my mistake. My mistake. Wait, you know so. You know didn't make any mistakes? Joss Whedon. He directed and wrote this episode. This is a JJ episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, both J's standing for Joss. <laughs> Joss, <laughs> Joss. Yeah. Joss, Joss. Joss. <laughs> Um, he, he wrote and directed this episode, and it, this is one of my favorite episodes of any TV show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just the pacing of it, the 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 buildup of the villain, the fact that this is the first time that Buffy's world gets really complicated to the point where she has to talk about it, mm-hmm. and they really hang a lantern on it. And that last scene with her and Giles, if anyone were to ask me what's like a scene or a line of dialogue or, or conversation to pull from Buffy to explain why I love it so much, it would be that one. Yeah, where she basically, where she says, lie to me. Yeah. The title of the episode, and then it goes into the, yeah. And it's like, it's the nice. world is a lovely place. It's and nice. if the, yeah. the good guys, guys always win. win. Yeah. Oh, Bad guys will always have horns. Yeah. Oh, it's my really God. And that to me is, the, that's, uh, let's just jump into that really quickly. The theme of the episode for me is the fact that, um, that it's, it's, it's more, everything is complicated. Mm-hmm. That angel, this guy that we liked, and we know had a dark past. Now we, when we confront it, it's really dark mm-hmm. and really messed up. And how do we feel about that? Like the fact that Buffy loves Angel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that like Angel basically makes her, not that he makes her, but it's like, oh, do you love me? And then she's like, yeah. And then he's like, well, here's this horrible, terrible thing that I did. Mm-hmm. And you basically, I mean, he killed Drusilla's entire family and like, tortured them and like her and like literally like drove her insane mm-hmm. yeah and then at the very last minute turned her into Killed a vampire her. and then drove her to a nunnery yeah well drove her to a nunnery and then as she so yeah. like the worst thing like she's basically like that's probably the worst thing you could do to her at that yeah. point is like basically like cre- make her into like the biggest like sin i guess yeah like yeah a, or, or 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 contamination yeah, of his soul yeah. or just getting rid of a soul completely mm-hmm. um, yeah it's because he's kind of like obsessed with her and it's like it's also complicated in yeah. the sense that even though angel has his soul now that his obsession with drusilla still kind of exists because it's not like he's like oh spike and drusilla are here it is my goal to kill them he's like yeah. guys get out of here yeah. Because it's not even really crossing his mind at this point that Spike and Drusilla would be someone that he would want to kill. Mm-hmm. No, so. it's like that's it's his past being dredged up. Yeah, mm-hmm. dredged up, dredged up, dredged up. Why did I, I doubt dredged. myself? Dredged. I understood it. Judge dredged up. Dredge um, report. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Is that and also the idea of oh, no. uh, 
Oh, no. That's arguable. <laughs> um, but also the idea that, like, you, like how Giles says at the end, like, when he's sort of making a joke about it, right? His, like, super fantasized lie about the world. But the idea that, like, the bad guys won't always be just wearing horns and have bumpy faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was Buffy's old friend, someone that she could trust and confide in, yeah. who ended up being the big bad of the episode. Yeah. And even, like, that moment where he uh, tells her that, it's because he's dying and he's like i'm gonna die so like i'm like i'm afraid of dying and this is the only thing i can do to Mm -hmm. not die basically and she's like i know you want me to feel bad for you but like i'm not gonna give you that yeah like just like justification which and it's horrible it's so Mm -hmm. sad this is like the second like quote-unquote villain that's had a brain tumor (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we're only two seasons in and it's already happened twice Right. And the puppet in puppet show. Yeah. Oh, but, but he's he's he, less um, a villain. It's more the puppet's the villain, but he It was a tease. And then the puppet wasn't even the villain. Yeah, and the puppet wasn't oh, even no, the, the magician villain. boy. It was the magician boy. Yeah, but the villain was the magician the boy. Magician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the second adversary that she faces it's quote that unquote villain. That's mythical. Uh it's the second time that illness has played but that's a part. specific illness too it's like yeah. oh no i have brain cancer brain cancer Maybe they're like, like no one really i feel like joss season. joss probably has a really big fear of like getting brain cancer oh. and so i feel like that's just come up just recently found out i was in the dinner party download a fellow podcast what what are you gonna uh, say <laughs> that edgar Allan poe had uh that they they think that edgar Allan poe actually died of an undiagnosed brain tumor whoa jeez Ugh. Wasn't he also? He was willies. buried alive, right? Was he? I thought he. I, it's like rumored that he was buried alive. That's horrible. Yeah, I think it's they used to have. Um, they used to the have bells, strings, yeah. yeah, and bells. Yeah. And uh, if people were buried alive, oh, it would ding. Up, yeah, yeah. Ring the bell. Isn't there like a? Isn't there like an idiom that came from that? The ring. Yeah, it was bells? that song. Ring the... my bell. <laughs> was that Nancy Cole or something? Right. I don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what that song's about. Okay. I know that people thought it was like a romantic song, but it was about like, hey, I've been buried alive. I think it was uh, like a, I think it was like a that was like a disco lust song, wasn't it? Oh, that no, that's the misconception. Okay, yeah, right. It's actually it was written uh, uh, in the post-colonial period of the 1980s. <laughs> um, so uh, this episode focuses on a bunch of humans that want to be vampires. Yes. They call them they call them the lonely, the lonely ones. ones. Mhm. Which is yeah. a dumb name. I'm it's so sorry. Like I'm going to be the jerk that says it. that want to belong and they're yeah. sad and like it would be cool to be a vampire. There's people our age that want to be vampires. Yeah. Like they <laughs> they sell vampire fangs. <laughs> people buy them and fucking wear them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if vampires were a thing that people really experienced in our world, I have zero doubts in my mind that there would be worshippers and that many of them would take the form of like kind of dejected goth kids yeah. um oh it's one of so my romanticized yeah it's so romanticized yeah oh one of my favorite moments of course is uh angel being like they have no idea what we're like how we dress and the guy just walks up and he's exactly angel <laughs> i want that guy to have his own spinoff show <laughs> fake angel the ponytail yeah, ponytail angel. Yeah. Is that what really called? He looks like one of the guys, one of those guys that would wear a fedora. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Mm. Him and if you got the character Susie Q from the movie Susie oh, Q. Oh yeah, the Pink Ranger. Yeah, 
and have them pair up where she can like walk through walls and solve things and that, he that is movie like fucked me up when i was little it's a pretty scary I movie man she just so, appears on a bridge she dies i was so scared of bridges she dies on the way to prom gets into a horrible car accident i was afraid of getting into a car accident on a bridge and i literally would look up there's things you can buy to put on your key ring that will break through glass yeah if your car like goes into water and you're drowning and like submerged in California, nice. you don't have to worry about that because all the rivers are droughted. <laughs> so that's just not something that we face. <laughs> right. You just um, And if they're not, they're just these tiny little trickling, like, drain sewer-looking things that they call a river. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> sewer-looking. I think that's just a sewer that you saw, Chris. <laughs> like, a sewer's yeah. a structure. Like, it's, a, it's an entire structure. That was the sewer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you'll just drive off a cliff and you'll probably die tumbling down the cliff before you actually mm. get water. Sure. Yeah. Dead man's well, curve. That's, how, that's how Grace Kelly died. Wow. Uh, who? <laughs> she, Grace yeah. Kelly. I mean, it's true. I just when didn't she expect was the princess of Monaco, it was like her and her kids and she like ended up driving off a cliff by accident, clearly. Um, and her kids survived, but she did not. But it's like those windy roads on like cliff sides. Yeah. I'm also afraid of those. Yeah. Yeah. Dead man's they good. Call it in LA, or in NorCal, we call it just one. Don't um, come back from dead man's curve. Dun, 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 dun. You know the song. Yeah, yeah. And they recently announced that that's the new Orlando uh, um, Bloom uh, Pirates movie. Right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Real Ugh. dead men have curves. Um, what age were you guys when you when when the the really straightforward like morality got muddled? Do you guys remember like a specific age? Like this is a moment for Buffy, right? Yeah. Where she is just like, and it's it's like everything is complicated. Everything is complicated. It's not just like, oh, well now the bad guys also include this. She mm-hmm. has when she says it's just it's something that she's gonna have to navigate, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. That she can't just fight her way through every single problem. And I remember we talked about this, I think in season one, that like. It's not this um, traditional Judeo-Christian sense of good guys, bad guys, yeah. where the right. bad guys have horns, but that this is something we're going to have to think through and evaluate on a case-by-case basis. And that, that might change even with the same individual per case. Um, did you guys, do you guys remember going through that when like you were just like, oh, good and bad is a little complicated? Um, my, I don't like mine. I need to think of a better one because the one I'm is thinking it sad? is no, it's just embarrassing. Did you beat someone up and you're no. like, but you know what? I'm pretty great. No. And you ate their lunch and you felt good about it. I, think... I mean, it sounds like a yes, Holland. No, I was gonna pick something different, but if I relate it back to my, this actually makes more sense. Relate it back to my childhood more. Sure. I would just get. I was a really good kid, but I would get in trouble because I would like act out. Um like really emotionally I guess mm-hmm. so like I used to do this thing where I would like scratch people's arms so sure. if people like made fun of me or like whatever I would just like claw like the inside of their arm wow um, but it would just be like a really quick thing and it was like a it was like a really it was just like a thing that I did <laughs> a as a quick kid scratch. and I would get in trouble yeah it was but, your um, signature move yeah so it was that or like the there was this other Holland. time at camp where these girls and because I got picked on a lot and then there was this one time at camp where these girls like purposely like threw their backpack on i made this like bubblegum sculpture covered with, like, leaves. Of arnold right well no it was a bubblegum in hindsight this is a really horrible project to do for kids but it was made out of bubblegum and you put like leaves and sticks and then spray painted it gold but it's still like bubblegum so this kid purposely threw her backpack on it and then the bubblegum. Wow. but then the bubblegum got all stuck to her backpack so we got off the bus and so what she does is so i get really mad 
and I kind of like scratch her. Sure. And then, because she ruined my thing. And then she tells her mom. And so what she does when she tells her mom, she was like, first of all, she got bubble gum all over my new backpack. Second of all, she scratched me. And so none of it was like, this thing was done to me. And uh-huh. like, I was just like instantly the bad guy. And mm-hmm. like, it looked that way on paper. And like, when she explained it to her mom, like it made sense. And I was like, no, but like, I know that I was in the right. And like, maybe I shouldn't have like scratched her, but like, and then I had to explain it to my mom. And it was like this horrible thing. And like, I would get in trouble for like little things like that because like people would pick on me, but then they would like find a way to like go against it. Be like, oh no, well you Whoa, did this thing and I did this. You. Cause like children are evil. So mm-hmm. maybe like looking at that stuff, Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt like I was in the right. And like, I also was probably doing things that like weren't great. <laughs> did that makes they, sense. Did you have like, did they know that that was like your move? They're like, oh, she's got scratches. She's they got... call me the cat. The cat? Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty cool nickname. Thing. Well, because like my, my little sister used to bite people. Like, uh-huh. you know, like that's, you have things that you do when you're little, little kids. I used to write poems for people. <laughs> yeah. We all have our things. I was like a schoolyard Varys from Game of Thrones. Like when I was in like <laughs> elementary school, I would like never get in fights, but I would kind of like turn, I would like seed kids. You were the against, spider. Yeah. I would hear secrets and <laughs> well, spread I got, them. But I got like beat up and stuff. So like I had to Whoa. like fight back. Jersey sounds crazy. It was just wow. me. Like, I think I just, like, hung out with the wrong people and was, like, little. I mean, I used to get And, like, spoke too, but... my mind too much. I don't know. You spoke your mind too much? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm voting for the Green Party. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh... <laughs> what about you, Omar? What was your moral corruption? I mean, at the time, I wouldn't say corruption, but, like, in terms of just, like, thinking of, like, a bigger scope instead of just, like, good, bad, and it being, like, that simple, I remember, like, I almost got, like, I almost got into a fight with one of my friends over, like, Foursquare, Uh-oh. and he had done something to cheat a little bit, and I got upset, and so, like, I, like, started yelling at him back, and then this teacher came over, and the teacher was a family friend, so it's a little bit more casual, but... She, like, broke up the fight, and I was really upset. And I was like, but he did this thing. And I was, like, yelling and being equally as bad as he was. Because I just thought fire with fire, right? Yeah. And she pulled me aside, sort of. She, I think she just, like, just turned me slightly. And was like, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't care about him. I care about you. And there's this weird moment where I was like, I, oh, okay. Oh, all right. I guess I'll be good then. Because I guess... It's more important to me that you like me mm-hmm. and you approve of my behavior than justice. Mm. Yeah. And then I ran for school office every year after that. <laughs> and one? Just putting those together. And Pardon? Um, I, I think I won most of the time. There was one time that I honestly shouldn't have won. <laughs> and I regret I regret it. I regret not stepping wow. down. Nice. I should have done the honorable thing. Yeah. Nice. But that's politics, right? Yeah. I guess you learn the hard way. Yeah. Politics. Yeah, I would say that was this- my... Once I started to become aware of politics was when I kind of, in terms of what was moral and what was right and wrong, around probably seventh grade was when I, like, became a punk rocker. And I would say that that was when, like, I stopped, like, I like, wouldn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I, like, Ooh, was, like... I always wish I could have been, like... I, like, had to, like, get taken to the principal's office for that. And they're, like, you have to stand for the Pledge of wow. Allegiance. And I was, like, well, doesn't the Pledge of Allegiance mean that I don't need to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance? Um, and so it was, like... <laughs> I can't believe you were taken to the office for something that was only 40 years old. I know, right? Pledge of Allegiance was invented in, what, the 1950s, what right? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, invented by Reader's Digest or That's something. That's such bullshit that you have to do that. Like, now I realize how bullshit it is, but, like, I always did it. I think, like, high school... It's pretty I scary. I, 
I love the United States of America. I love the U.S. I do, too. I love being an American. Oh, I definitely do. It's amazing. I think the U.S. is the greatest country. I'm so excited when friends from other countries visit here, and I get to show, like, all our great things, our canyons, our beautiful valleys, uh, our, our what used to be rivers in California. Uh, but the Pledge of Allegiance is, like, a little freaky. Yeah. It's a little freaky. Like, if you just recorded it and said that another country was doing it and dubbed over it, a bunch of Americans would be like, that's communism. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bet you. Yeah. I bet no, you. It's, it's super like a Hitler-y. little weird. I mean, I almost, <laughs> I almost think that, like, any form of mass agreement is uh, is kind of gross. Like, Except for pie, right? I think we can all agree that pie is good. I mean, like, but, yeah, but if everyone was gathered in, like, a big baking world and we're, like... Like being like, you know what? I guess that there are some instances where it's not that bad, but I mean like political rallies or like religion or saying the pledge of allegiance is kind of sketchy. And and you know why? It's because we all align with one thing instead of taking the world as it is, which is complicated. Like in the episode. Like in the episode, right? Mm-hmm. And that is our bell, uh, which we adhere to because we all believe in the power of the bell. All hail the bell. But before we go, we're going to do an extracurricular activity. And what that means is we're going to come up with something on the spot inspired by the episode. Uh, and it's going to be great. Uh, Holland Farkas, what are we doing this week? Um, I think we should do something involving the Vampire Club. Because I'm just so curious <laughs> about like what went on in this little like because it wasn't even like because it's all these like teenagers so they couldn't be like drinking or like anything and it's like right. it wasn't as cool as the bronze it was clearly like slightly more shoddy <laughs> mm-hmm. um and the guy was wearing like a cape <laughs> diego yeah diego oh that guy's the man so, diego rivera and chanterelle lover and chanterelle all right uh let's just let's let's be hanging out at vampire club hey guys how's it going oh terrible you know but good that it's terrible. How are you? Yeah. Yesterday I had a good day and it was terrible. Ugh. That's so good though that it was terrible. Because I mean, good is the worst. I know. How about you, Nightmare? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I got this homework and I was like, I shouldn't have to do homework. No. Because next week I'm going to be a vampire and then who's going to make me do homework? Not, not a teacher. Not a teacher. Unless we take night school. Because we can't go in the sun. I don't want to go to night school. Go in night school? No. Yeah. Now I'm a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. The only night school I want to go to is Jethere's school of which way to bite. Because, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a little nervous about the change. I'm a little... I'm excited and I'm, and I'm ready for it. But, you know, I've never done this before. And... Oh, don't be nervous. Don't be, don't be nervous. You gotta, don't, don't be affected. Don't let your emotions, uh, Ugh, you're right. freak you out or anything. Ugh. Yeah, the, the, the trick is don't bite off, don't let your teeth be bigger than your stomach. No, no, and, uh, you know, I think you guys, uh, should join me going to a, a Nosferatu screening on Friday. Oh, out, I love out in the graveyard. Nosferatu. <laughs> doing a screening at the graveyard, uh, so I think we should just all... Go, go as a group. Oh my god. So we can, can we... learn a bit more, get ready for prep. Hey, you guys, I just want to see how close of friends we are. Nosferatu or Bram Stoker's Dracula? Oh, Nos. Nos is the most. Definitely Nosferatu. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to go with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Why? Because there's amazing practical effects. I what do you mean, like? Fades. Yeah. I thought the juxtaposition of shots is really great. Yeah, but the, the German expressionism in Nosferatu mm-hmm. is 
really, really the key of the, the dark um, gothic horror genre. So. Well, you know, Nightmare, some of us like right angles, and we don't need them at different tilts. I like my tables to just be set right in the middle of the frame, and I'm good with that. I like things where they belong. Yeah, well, also, Keanu, thank you. I think I'll stick with some real vampires, you know. Oh right! Really cool. I bet I bet you. Who's Gary Oldman? I bet oh, you yeah. Keanu's. I bet you Keanu's a real life vampire though. Yeah, he probably is. He looks exactly. The we same could probably hang out with him. Every movie. Oh, I'm just kidding. I love him to death. I love Keanu. Keanu. Guys, we're vampires. Let's not have any lies amongst us. Hey, no promises, because once the soul's out of the building, I cannot speak for myself. Okay, well. <laughs> Kind of hoping for a bonding moment there, but all right. Do you guys want any of this uh, vampire drink that I just I keep pouring into this goblet? It's not wine. It's just vampire drink. It's grape juice. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean uh, the blood of grapes. The, the young. Yes. Grapes. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, uh, Raven Feather, you just know how to bring my blood to a boil, and I cannot thank you enough. <laughs> Guys, when when we're vampires, Dan. we can drink wine, and no one can tell us we can't. Yeah, <laughs> and also, vampires. if you go to the theater and you say that you're a vampire, you get free popcorn. Which theater is popcorn. that? Uh, Springfield Theater. Oh. And that's our bell. <laughs> Definitely can't eat popcorn when you're a vampire. <laughs> Do you guys remember that episode? It was a Treehouse of Horror episode, the vampire episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Of Simpsons yeah. Mm-hmm. with Millhouse. Yeah. And if you t- yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our discussion of uh, of Lie to Me. So if you if you didn't watch it for some for any reason, go watch it. And you know, if you watch it, I say go watch it again. Mm. It's a great episode. It is. It's amazing. It's very touching. Yeah. I think all the characters are great. We didn't even talk about like uh, uh, the moment where she's like, well, you know, sometimes people don't have your beliefs. That doesn't mean they're wrong. It's a really yeah, touching moment. Yeah. Really touching moment. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, and also, um. Mm-hmm. Buffy confesses her love for Angel. Yeah, that was another big thing. Yeah, totally. But that happens. But most importantly, we learned about Holland Cat Farkas. Yeah, (laughs) that's all I needed in life. Holland the cat. (laughs) My child, I don't know. My childhood was rough. I'm so glad that I like turned into a semi well adjusted adult. You're a very well adjusted adult. Kind of well adjusted. (laughs) Kind of. You think? More well adjusted than I had hoped. Well enough to do a Buffy podcast. (laughs) Chris, where can they find you? Hi, I'm Chris Bramante. You can find me online as a Montioc, or you can find me in the greater Los Angeles area performing with musical improv troupe Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party. Follow them on Robot Teammate on Twitter and Periscope. And and I'm fantastic on YouTube for music videos. That's it. How about you, Holland? I'm Holland Farkas. You can find me at Holland Farkas on Twitter and Facebook, Farkland on Instagram, youtube.com slash TalesAllHardXO. Wow, it all came back full circle. Well, there was a circle before that, I guess. Yeah, but it it went back. It was a second circle. Yeah. Went back to Poe. Yes, that's all I'm plugging. (laughs) And uh, I'm Omar. You can also find me at youtube.com slash 2 Geeks or the number 2 Geeks at uh, Twitter or on Twitter at 2 Geeks. You can also hit me up on my uh, private Twitter if you want to chat. I post a lot of pictures of uh, of movies and I put funny words under them. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's at Omar Najam. (laughs) And you can find anything and everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG Podcast. Again, it's at SSG Podcast on Twitter as well as Facebook.com. No, that's how Tumblr works. 
Facebook.com slash Sunnydale Study Group. It is really hot, and I'm seriously melting That's horrible. like an upcoming villain uh, in the next episode. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk about Dark Age. Spoiler it's going to be a great talk. We have a very special guest, Stephen Ray Morris. We'll be discussing the episode with him. And I think uh, Chris will be back from New Hampshire by then, right? You think so? I get back on... I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. No. Well, we can figure this out later. I don't know why I had to do this on air. And we'll figure this out later. <laughs> Cut this all out. <laughs> but if not, we'll just have uh, Chris living his life in New Hampshire and not letting anyone tell him what to do. Nope. <laughs> Live for your dad, baby. Can't hurt the dirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Keep an open mind. Take the world as it is. It's complicated, and it's good to be mature about it. Pack your bags. Pack your books. We'll see you next week. Yeah, you know what? There's Probably one thing, though, you shouldn't that. do. Don't join vampire but cults. But most of people who listen to this have joined vampire cults because they're Buffy fans. Yeah. Well, they but should... now we just isolated well, a portion of our viewership. Cults. I mean, if don't maybe, join yeah. any cults. Look, if you want to join a vampire cults? cult, just don't pay any money to them. You know? That's true. Okay, first of all, yeah. Any, don't give them any, any cult money. that asks for money. Don't let them keep your children in, like, this tiny room Oof. and, like, leave them in cribs and not take care of them. Yeah. So I they're any, covered in their own feces. Any, 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 if you're going to join a cult. If anyone talks about a boat, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, cleaning barnacles is what seagulls do. It's not what humans should do. Humans you should never perform born... free improv shows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't I know it. <laughs> <laughs> that just uh well that was that's every improviser of all time i get I the reference <laughs> to bojack so many things done for free that's like i just realized with my writing like originally i was getting paid to write articles mm-hmm. um but most of the places i've been writing for now i just like i just write and i'm not getting paid for any of my writing i think there's a lot of invisible cults uh... that we don't talk about like opportunities <laughs> i feel like that's like everything like when you move to la everything is like a little cult this is true mm-hmm. or they're just like if you intern and you read these scripts and summarize them for us in five yeah. paragraphs then we will let you read more scripts and oh. summarize more of them <laughs> in five paragraphs cool. and that's great work experience because uh, just do it. Just do yeah. it for yeah. the experience, because then you'll be experienced. Yeah.